0: Hey y'all, welcome back. Can you believe this is already episode 10? I took a little break last week, just needed to take a minute just to relax, try to relax. Um, So I appreciate your patience, but I'm back with the 10th episode. So last week I was having a conversation with a friend um, and she asked how and when can she take off her her cape? I had no idea what to say. My only response was, I wish I knew. But then I thought about it some more. And I don't really feel like Superwoman. I'm not running around from here to there to please a 100 different people. I don't feel like I'm always trying to please everyone and do things for others and forget about myself. I just I don't feel like that's where I am at this point in my life. But then I decided to do some research to find out more about superwoman syndrome. According to the American Psychological Association or the APA, superwoman syndrome is defined as quote, a set of characteristics found in a woman who performs or attempts to perform all the duties typically associated with several different full-time roles such as wage earner, mother, homemaker and wife," end quote. Based on that definition, I'm not superwoman. The only thing that I am is a wage earner. But then further down in the search results, I saw another entry that referred to black superwoman syndrome. Since I am a black woman, I wanted to see what the definition said. Dr. Cheryl Woods Giscombe from the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill described five characteristics that represent the Black Superwoman. They were obligation to manifest strength, obligation to suppress emotions, resistance to being vulnerable or dependent, determination to succeed despite significantly limited resources, and an obligation to others. So based on those characteristics, then I guess I am Superwoman. Whenever I think about the word or phenomenon of superwoman I think of two songs with the same title but they have two very different messages within the songs and even though those two came to mind when I actually typed in superwoman in Spotify there were four uh, sorry not four there were five different songs that came up so first I'm not your superwoman I'm not gonna sing it I don't sing There's a reason why I did band in school and not chorus. But y'all know the song, I'm Not Your Superwoman, from the 80s, sang by Karen White. And even at like eight or nine, when the song came out, I would sing along to whoever was not listening. Um, And I was feeling it because, you know, that's what you do. You see the video, you see the artist singing it, you see the emotion that they have. So you emulate that emotion and... At eight or nine years old, that's what I did. Did I know what she was talking about? Not really, probably not. But the video helped a little bit because I saw a woman who wasn't happy in her relationship and where the man was taking her for granted and not showing any appreciation. And reflecting back on my many years here on this earth, I have definitely sang a similar song in relationships. Like Karen and Kelly, I was doing a lot in the relationship, and I wanted him to notice. I don't consider myself a demanding person, but I know what I deserve. Karen's song made me feel like it was okay to say what I wanted and need in a relationship. It's a female empowerment in the sense of finding and having your voice. The song also makes me think about Kelly Pitts from the TV show The Game. If you haven't seen The Game, and I'm not judging, but I kind of am, it was a show that was on in the early 2000s and is actually supposed to be a spin-off from Girlfriends. Melanie Barnett is the cousin of Joan Clayton from Girlfriends. Melanie, who is also referred to in the show as Med School and Girl Melanie is dating Derwin Davis, who is in the first season in his rookie year with the San Diego Sabres. The show follows their new life and how they become connected to the other players, their wives and mother. Kelly Pitts is the wife of Jason Pitts. I think he's a quarterback. I wasn't watching the show for the football part, which wasn't even like paramount to anything. They could have been any type of profession. And I feel like the drama still would have been there. But anyways, in the first season of the show, the team makes the playoffs. So Jason, who is known for being super, super cheap, instead of allowing his parents to stay at a hotel, he tells Kelly to make them have them stay in the house. So in addition to Kelly already being a mother and tending to her husband, she now has to get the house ready for his parents, who apparently they're a little particular about certain things. In the rush of excitement, Kelly ends up leaving their daughter at school like once or twice. Jason ignores what she is doing and he wants his demands filled. He wants what he wants when he wants it. Kelly ends up pleasing her man and stays up all night to paint the room for his parents to come. The day of the game, you see her rushing through, rushing around the house, trying to get herself together. She's watching on TV as the national anthem is playing. So you know, she's already late. And then you see her trying to rush to the door and tripping falling and just kind of collapsing on the floor on the floor. The next thing we know, she's in the hospital. She's burnt out, she's exhausted, which is real, it really does happen. And Thinking back to the first definition of superwoman, of homemaker, mother, wife, that definitely fits Kelly in this situation. And without support and help, the outcome could be as bad or worse than Kelly's if you're going through that situation. But it's kind of funny how Karen White proclaimed she was not your superwoman. And then about 20 years later, Alicia Keys is owning that She is Superwoman. And that makes me think of Olivia Pope. So, Scandal, if you don't know Scandal, again, judging, but not really, Scandal was a show around maybe 2010s um, that featured Olivia Pope, who was a fixer in Washington, D.C. Senator caught cheating on his wife? Olivia can fix it. Election rigging? Olivia can fix it. Any issue? Olivia and her team can fix it. It's her job. Olivia had a team to help her, and like any good show, we get to see drama with their lives as well. I feel like Olivia Pope shows the other side of Superwoman, the one that's described by the song by Alicia Keys from around the same time. In the chorus, Alicia says that even when I'm a mess, I still put on a vest with an S on my chest. That not only describes Olivia, because if you saw the show, you know her life was a little messy at times, but it also describes the Black Superwoman phenomenon. I don't like the Alicia Keys song. It's not that I don't like it. I do, but I don't, because every time I listen to it, I do get a little emotional, because it's true, and then I get tired of being a superwoman. Like my friend, I'm tired and ready to take off my cape, but... How do I take off my cape? How do we take off our capes? So what's the solution? Again, in my search, I found an article in Ebony Magazine from April 2017 titled, Put Down Your Cape, Solving the Black Woman's Syndrome, written by Jazz Keys. And she gives five tips. So I'll talk about those tips now. To paraphrase the first one, self-care as Black women especially, we are trained to be there for everyone, sometimes at the expense of our own well-being. It's important to take time for ourselves to restore. Figure out what that means for you. Maybe it's a spa day or half day or hour, depending on budgets. Or maybe it's vegging out on the couch while binging Netflix or any other streaming service. Or maybe it's just going for a walk or a drive. Self-care means so many different things and what works for me may not work for you. So I encourage you to think about what's something that you can do that takes your mind off of all the stress that you're dealing with and lets you restore a little bit. The second tip in the article is knowing when it's time to say goodbye. Whether it's people, habits, energy, getting the negative out, the positive in. Goodbye doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing either. It could be a drastic reduction. Now this was a tough one for me because the first thing that came to mind are friendships. Friendships, everyone says that friendships have a season and have a reason. And if you think about that, in some cases it is true. Thinking about friendships from my whole life, they definitely have had a reason and a season. And whether it was intentional or unintentional, there are moments where I had to say goodbye. But the goodbye doesn't have to be goodbye and we will never, ever, ever talk again. It's a goodbye. Maybe we're not gonna be as close as we once were. It's easier when it's kind of a natural drift. It's harder when it's something that you actually have to say say to someone that I have to end this friendship. But it's the same thing with, rela- with romantic relationships too. That's probably easier because I've ended plenty of those. But anyways, knowing when it's time to take a step back. Knowing when it's no longer working for you, your mental health and your well-being. And like I said, you don't have to say goodbye forever. It's just maybe goodbye for now. Or when I see you, we can be cordial but maybe we don't talk on the phone every day or whatever the case may be. The next tip is allowing ourselves to feel. So in therapy, I learned to use the phrase, I feel. Now supposedly, no one can tell me that my feelings are not valid or that my feelings are not real because they're my feelings. You're not in my head, You can't tell me what I'm feeling and what I'm not feeling. But trust me, people have tried it. People have said, no, that's not true. And it's like, how are you telling me my feelings are true? So it's a little bit easier said than done. And there have even been times when people have tried to assign feelings to me. Saying, oh, I can tell that you're feeling this way. Mm. My face may be saying one thing, but my face always says something then what I'm really feeling. This one is a bit of a challenge because part of the challenge of the Black Superwoman Syndrome is to suppress emotions. It reminds me actually of an episode that I just watched of The Real Housewives of New York. It's the current season for 2021. I don't remember what number season we're on at this point. Uh, But Ebony Williams is the first Black woman that they have put on this I'm going to keep my commentary a little bit brief on this one because I have a lot of emotions in regards to watching this episode. But in this episode that I just watched, a very similar situation happened where Ebony was trying to express her feelings, but it was not being received by her castmates. And instead, they called her angry. So as a Black woman, we aren't allowed to show our emotions because They get labeled as angry or any other type of negative stereotype. Then when we try to explain, people aren't willing to listen or they're too busy being in their own feelings that they don't take a moment to reflect and think about how the other person, how the black woman is feeling. I think with this one, it's important to allow ourselves to feel, but in spaces that are safe. That unfortunately was not a safe space. But finding a safe space that will allow us to feel and being able to know exactly where those safe spaces are when you do need to feel. For me, it's journaling or talking with my close group of friends. We are all women of color, so we all understand the experience. I don't have to go into a lot of explanation. And sometimes it's tiring to go into A heavy explanation about why i'm feeling a certain way which uh side note dear sweet friends of mine if you're listening just because the pandemic is coming to an end doesn't mean we can't still have zoom happy hours we don't live in the same city so whoever's listening you know just just saying the next tip is keep your own dreams and wishes in eyesight This may take a bit of balancing, but make sure you are doing what fulfills you as well. I know a lot of people who do things later in life because they're so focused on whatever, on building their family, building their career, and doing things that can help lift other people. But it's time that we take a step back and do things that lift ourselves. And this is kind of where I am in my own life at this point. I don't have my own family, so I don't have the balance of managing a household of, you know, a husband, kids, everything else. But I do have a full time job, and sometimes it is easy to let that become my life and forget about my own dreams and aspirations. The last recommendation is to save your sister. Within this, It's important that we are in a good place ourselves before reaching back and uplifting others. In part, that is the purpose of this podcast for me. I'm not quite where I wanna be, but I'm in a good enough space that I know I have the wisdom to share and the ability to help someone else elevate themselves. Now, knowing myself in the past 20 some odd years or whatever that I've been out of undergrad I will probably never be 100% satisfied with where I am because I'm the type who is always looking for what's next. But there comes a time where I had to think about, okay, am I in a good enough space? Because sometimes good enough has to be what it is. If I keep pushing it off and off and off, I'm going to have too many regrets. So I decided to just put a stake in the ground and say, I'm going to do it now. Do you want to be able to reach back to your sisters but not sure how? One of the best things I can think about is mentoring. There are so many mentor programs, so many ways to get involved in mentor programs. And maybe we'll talk about that in a future episode. But mentoring is definitely a good and easy way. To go from telling someone I'm not your superwoman to proudly proclaiming that I am superwoman is taking ownership and just like owning a car or a home it requires maintenance it requires love and care to thrive if we don't care for our homes we may not have one just like if we don't care for ourselves there might not be a self to care for this episode is dedicated to all the who can fly. thanks for tuning in for another episode of cultivating our space I want to hear from you. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Cultivating Our Space and visit my website at CultivatingOurSpace.com. Until next time, be the best.